Do you think Callista's hair snaps on? And welcome to This Week in Gain. I'm your host, Anthony, from the Ashanti No Lemon Podcast. And thank you for once again joining us in downloading this podcast to your portable device of your choosing. Joining me this week is the cavalcade of the LGBT podcasters who helped me read all the news that happens throughout the past week. And without further ado, please welcome We back. report on the news. We don't just read it. Well, that too. We have opinions. We're not just... <laughs> We're not just Surrey no spitting shit. shit back to you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we, have to, we have to help Anthony with the hard words. I'm offended. <laughs> Apple's iPhone. Now with Surrey with Joy from Cocktails and Creep Puffs Voice. God damn it. <laughs> what the hell do you want to go there for? Send <laughs> a reminder why. God Game damn is on it. tonight. <laughs> I can it should really be just Anthony and really Siri next week. <laughs> Say what? Say what? Say that again? It should just be you and Siri next week. And Siri is even going to go, Anthony, I think that's a little far-fetched. <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually, think... I would buy, I would actually buy an iPhone 4S if I could get Joey's, Joey's voice for Siri. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yes. Uh... Why the fuck do you want to go there? <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, you'd ask a question. I'm like, I don't care. I'm sorry. I can't do that right now. Why don't you? Uh, excuse me. Off? I am on my union break right now. Fuck you. All right. Thank let you. me get through the introductions here. So first person <laughs> oh, you're talking there, that is the voice of Joey from Cocktails and Cream Puffs. Correct. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. That's Patrick from the Scream Queens. Hi, everybody. And then we have David from that Blue Jeans Guy podcast. Hello, everybody. And from uh, Google Plus and Twitterverse, there's Brother Sinatus. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. All right, on to the news we go. And David, tell us about this new group called Cox. Okay, yes, the group is called Cock. Child Celebrities Opposing Kirk Cameron. Uh, basically in response to Kirk Cameron having declared uh, gays to be what uh, he went beyond abomination. It was like destruction of society. And, mm. um, you know, the person who, who points out the fact that he's got really bad fashion sense and all that kind of stuff. Um, so a bunch of child, former child stars who are all grown up now uh, got together and did a video on Funny or Die basically called... Um, well, child celebrity support opposing Kirk Cameron because they're cock and he's just a dick. <laughs> and um, I got to say, some of these, there, there's one guy uh, on the, the one show, I forget his name Mr. right now. Belvedere? Oh, my, Mr. Belvedere. Yeah, oh, my said, God. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. Here's, here's a perfect example. Sometimes child stars grow up to look horrendous. Well, I shouldn't say it, just in case one would have to be listening. But some of them just don't grow up to what you think it would be, what what you think they would be. And so, uh, what was it, Keith Coogan, Hoogan, wherever the the guy from uh, Ventures and Babysitting? Oh boy, uh-huh. he, he did. He turned out way different than I expected him to be. Oh yeah, it's uh, Bryce Beckham is the one who grew up to be the cutie. But yeah, I'm like, oh my god, he grew up to be a hottie. Holy crap! Yeah. 
the cast includes uh, Bryce Beckham, uh, David Fickus. Uh, actually, he was the director and writer. Um, Josie Davis, uh, Ken Michael, Maureen Flanagan, Jeremy Licht. Um, make your own jokes there. Uh, Christine Lakin. And um, let's see, there's additional credits. And uh, yeah, well, here... here Here's all the uh, the credits. Uh, Bryce Beckham from Mr. Belvedere. Keith Coogan from Adventures in Babysitting. Coogan, yeah. Josie Davis from Charles in Charge. Maureen Flanagan from Out of This World. Christine Lakin from Step by Step. Jeremy Licht from The Hogan Family. Oh, and used Ken to be Michael cute and from looks like The Parenthood. Well, he's still cute. I'd do him. <laughs> well, he used to be really cute. Yeah. This just in. David will do. Get <laughs> from the Hogan family. <laughs> David will do anybody. And I like to call it Valerie's family. Hey, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I do have standards, you know. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't do Sandy Duncan. <laughs> it's right. that eye thing. In either eye socket. Thank you very much. Oh, exactly. God. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, okay. You so beat me to it. to Patrick at the Scream Queens. Okay. Uh-huh. Can I just say, I love cock. Thanks. It was a great well, video. Go check it out. And it's nice to know that there are other child stars who are not complete douchebags as Kirk Cameron. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Kirk Cameron, even though he looks exactly the way he looks like back 20 years ago, still no, wasn't cute back then, in my opinion. Never. No. no, he does not look like he did back then. Well, uh, oh. I, well, I I think he's had some work done recently because right. I saw him a few years ago, and it was crow feet city around his eyes. So mm. the boy has either been hitting uh, some kind of uh, Avon or uh, you know L'Oreal or I, I don't know some kind of that, or he's had some work done around those eyes because they're they're not nearly as crow footy as they were before. He got Praise married him. at my church. Praise the Lord. Something like that, because mm-hmm. yeah, he he got something done. Because seriously, that or um, you know they they've just gotten really good makeup and lining on him now. I don't know what. So, but so he got yeah. married at your church, Joey. Yep. Which church? Oh, he did. Chelsea Noble's real name is Nancy. Um, oh God, Nancy Mueller, and she went to my high school. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, like once again, my babysitter's when I was young best friends. No, babysitter's boyfriend's best friend was friends with Kirk Cameron, so we always heard interesting stories when he was coming back to Ohio and whatnot. But uh, this is yeah. he was a douchebag too. So, so what denomination are they? I mean, we we had now that they're born again, but they used to be Catholic. She was Catholic. Oh, okay. Because I knew it was some kind of born again evangelical something, but I didn't know what exactly. The Church of Cameron. <laughs> you can go on his website. All right, well, well Kirk I think does we've given church in German, so I think we've given him way too much time on this totally. show already. So let's move on, Patrick. Week the, old news <laughs> to the next to the next story, please. Okay. Romney's new gay spokesman already apologizing for catty comments. Now this is from Queerty, so their their writing style is a little loose. Old girlfriend, outflack Richard Grinnell was just named Mitt Romney spokesperson for foreign policy and national security, and he's already apologizing for sniping at Newt and Callista Gingrich on Twitter. Among the various bitchy tweets that Politico dug up, number one, do you think Callista's hair snaps on? <laughs> Callista stands there like she's wife number one. Oh, snap. Number three. Let's have Newt rate all his wives. And number four, 
What's higher, the number of jobs Newt's created or the number of wives he's had? <laughs> Sexist, misogynist attacks on Newt's wife? Newt's wives? She's a sassy little gay man, isn't she? Her decidedly <laughs> unsassy apology... My tweets were written to be tongue-in-cheek and humorous, but I can see now how they could also be hurtful. I didn't mean them that way and will remove them from Twitter. I apologize for any hurt they caused. Yeah, we're sure Callista's going to be sobbing on her divan when she saw the tweets, but uh, just going to be back. Okay, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. Patrick Patrick gets tired of reading the story, but yeah, so it's – so this this guy's gay. Yes. And he's working for Mitt Romney. Yep. Yes. Someone explain that to me. Job's a job. There are gay Republicans <laughs> in this world. I don't yeah. because Mitt Romney – well, wait a minute. I mean I'm not defending Mitt Romney and I'm not voting for him. But what I am going to say is out of the choices we could get for a presidential contender, um, he's saying what he needs to say right now. But keep in mind he was also in a state that they had gay marriage that he was governor of. I mean, so – and he never raised much of a fit to try and overturn that. I mean, he's not as horrible as any of the other options. Mm-mm. I mean, he's actually probably similar to where Obama is if you want to be completely honest. Probably. All he's against is man and man being you know, a same-sex marriage, which Obama's not exactly heads over heels over that himself. No, true. Very so, true. I mean, actually, his tweets were not sexist or misogynist. And so I mean, let's let's not ignore that this man. Yeah, look, out, out of our two, of. out of our two choices, I could I I, well, I could accept uh, either. Is that really two choices? You could always vote for Ron Paul. So no, there are two legitimate choices. No, no, there's always more. So? People just don't want to see that. But okay, I don't good. think Ron Stop. Paul's is he on all states' ballots though? Nope, he's not. He's not a legitimate choice, and we have to deal with reality instead of the world that we'd like to pretend that be in. I mean, I could write myself in, and so could two other people. It doesn't make me a legitimate option nor choice. Well, that's, the president's going to – I will bet you $1 million that the next president will be either Barack Obama or, Ra- or Mitt Romney. Right. That I That is a fact. Right, because yeah. the system is corrupt, and it's not really our, vo- <coughs> our votes. That oh, God. Move on, please. Here we go. Ding, Anthony. I knew I at some you point you were going to sleep in bed again. Put a, do- put a dollar in the Anthony jar. <laughs> I think that should be my uh, my uh, ringtone. Joey, can you do that again? Ding, Anthony. I think you need to have your head examined. <laughs> we should sell those. That would be a great way to make money for the show. <laughs> Joey Ray. Um. Until right. Apple sues you for copyright infringement. Oh, Apple can bite me. I've already sold enough things. Steve Jobs is blowing me. Apple is corrupt. Yeah, he might now. I mean, now there's probably more of an option. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, on to Nova Scotia, Joey. Take us to the far place of the northern lands. Oh, God. Did I sign up for that one? Yes, you did. Okay. Sure did. What we- Let's see what we have. Ooh, we're going to Nova Scotia. What a lovely little joint. You know, I remember when I was a young lad going through Nova Scotia. I'm trying to get this open. Oh, it was beautiful. I had some lovely salmon. The first time I had something that fishy near my mouth and probably the last time. Here we go. Nova Scotia. Halifax police has have suspected... Uh, uh, Halifax police have a suspect in custody in the murder of a well-known gay activist, Raymond Taval who was found beaten to death outside a gay bar early this morning. And I'm not sure what morning that was. I don't know if it's a legit 
legitimately today. That was the 17th. Officers were called to the 2000 block, which doesn't matter. We're not going there. They were called at 2.40 a.m. where they found a 49-year-old man bleeding. He later died in the street. Oh, that's rough. Mm -hmm. Police have had him made an arrest over the death, but... uh, what is it, Constable? Uh, Constable Brian uh, Palmeter of Halifax Regional Police said it was too early to speculate on whether the homicide was a hate crime. A witness saw another man fleeing the area on foot. The Constable Palmer told the National uh, Post police dogs were able to track down a 32-year-old man who was hiding in a nearby alley. Never a good indication. Police expect to lay charges against him in the next 24 hours. Let's see. They have not named the victim, but the co-works have identified him. There's as an update right. at the bottom, Joey. Oh, thank God. Welcome. Poorly written article. Okay, update. The man has risen from... No. Um, <laughs> Two witnesses have told the attack that the attacker used homophobic slurs during the beating, and one eyewitness told CBC News that he repeatedly slammed Tavell's head into the street where the victim was found by police and later pronounced dead by paramedics. This makes me angry. A witness who only wanted to identify as James told CBC News that he saw a large man attack two smaller men who appeared to be friends. One victim fled and the attacker then slammed the other man's head to the street. Now, my question is, these eyewitnesses, why did they not intervene? Or do we like to watch people's head get broken up or like watermelons? Just asking. Well, maybe he they, they started to intervene. That's when the other guy ran away. You never quite know yeah. what the situation is. So, I don't know. It just seems like his body was found later by the police, not like anybody reported it or anything. That's I'm just, true. Just that saying. As always, Joey, I always stress that there's always another side to these stories that comes out in time, as we've seen yeah. time and time again. So, Somebody dead. Somebody witnessed it. That's pretty much clearly it. Somebody didn't do shit about it. No, there's probably something else going on here, which we'll probably find out once all the you know, all mm-hmm. the stuff comes to light. But yeah, I bet he had it coming. But the point <laughs> uh, we try to make time and time again is be very aware of your surroundings, even in... Even outside a gay bar, be aware of your surroundings because mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's always going to be an asshole out to get you guys. So there's, and this is the, this argument I have numerous and numerous times against with people, the idea that there are people out in, out in the world that are simply out to get you. And some people are like, oh, well, I feel sorry that you have to live like that. And I'm like, well, have you read the news lately? Mm. So um, if I could just chime in here, uh, I just like to point just based on the picture the name of the bar is called Molly's Men's Bar, and both Molly's and Men's are spelled with a Z. So I approve heartily of Nova Scotia, and I'm suing them for copyright infringement. <laughs> Dang, Patrick is suing them for copyright infringement. <laughs> All right. Well, from Nova Scotia to Maryland. Oh yes, Brother Senatus, what's going on over there? Well, let me tell you. Openly Gay Cadets attend Naval Academy LGBT alumni event. 94 U.S. Naval Academy lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender alumni, midshipmen, and their guests gathered in uh, Annapolis Saturday to recognize alumni and midshipmen accomplishments over the last year. Commemorating seven years since we, or got seven months. <laughs> We yeah, like to, I really want to hurry this along. I mean, uh, can remember rain seven months since the repeal of the law commonly known as Don't Ask, Don't Tell. 31 midshipmen of all four classes and their guests attended along with 
uh, 34 members of the USNA OUT, the LBGT Organization of U.S. Navy Academy alumni. 16 of the midshipmen's are seniors who are graduating on May 29th and be the first class at Annapolis to graduate under the new policy that now allows gay, lesbian, bisexual military members to serve without fear of discharge. The new policy became in effect in September 2011, a few weeks after classes resumed for the year at the academy. There are now more than 40 openly gay cadets attending the Naval Academy. Yay! Gay cadets, that's hot. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the wonderful. Porn. I'm waiting for porn to come out of that. <laughs> That's what I was going to say too. <laughs> um, yeah, it already exists. Yeah, I know it does, but it's 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 nice to know that it's like oh wow, but it's not Naval Academy class reunion porn. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> it's nice to know that uh, obviously that uh, this is going on, and look, the world is not coming to an end. Lo and behold, so yeah. Well, not yet. <laughs> but just wait. God will yes, get wait. his revenge. No, wait. What's the time frame? Because we could wait forever. The world is going to end at some point, you know. And it will be our fault. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, exactly. We've <laughs> them gays bringing it on. Uh-huh. Yeah, it won't be nuclear war or mm-hmm. you know, environment disintegration or possible. I'm sorry. Did you just say nuclear? Yeah, nuclear. 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 No, Nuclear. <laughs> There is no, only one you in that word. Nuclear. Radiation. Okay. <laughs> my God. My God. My God. Why hast thou forsaken him? <laughs> because you're stupid enough to go on this show. <laughs> now stop bothering forsaken me. Him. <laughs> I got enough prayers to deal with. <laughs> All right. Moving on. <laughs> Brother, take the next story. I got to recover. Glad names new president. Ten months after the resignation of former Glad president Jared Berrios, his replacement has been named. The National Board of Directors of Glad announced that they have named Herden Gradrick at Glad's new as Glad's new president. Hedren is currently serving as the organization's vice president of program and communications. I think it's Herdon. Herdon? Okay. I'm going with Herdon. Sherry Fruits, uh, national co-chair of the board, said uh, Hedron, Herdon, Herdon. Herdon is already a a well-respected leader within the LBG community. And I've never heard of him, so. And I guess that's, well, that's about. But he's good looking. That's the important thing. Yeah, he's cute. Uh He's a face we want on the GLBT movement. Yeah. I'm really wondering if there was really electronic devices involved in those voices you were hearing. Oh, you know what? Someone was probably playing back the uh, the show on the. Is anyone playing back the show on the feed? No. Okay. No. All right. Maybe it's just. <laughs> are you saying that the voices are inside my head? I just got that. <laughs> we didn't say that. Is that what you thought we said? Joke. How would that make you feel if we did say that? <laughs> I don't know. Let me tell me about your mother. My head. Don't tell him about us. I told you not to tell him about us. Guys, just calm down. No, no. Is Toppy here? 
All right. Toppy Smelling was in the chat room for a little bit. So. Yes, he was. He was, but just met, there were so many voices. I felt I was watching, listening to Toppy. Um, okay. So back to Canada. Prominent gay activist killed in apparent hate crime. Well, more bad news this same. week. What, what, what was that, Patrick? It's the same story. Oh. No. I just put, no, I looked at the guy's picture. It's the same story. Oh. Beaten to death outside a gay bar, men's bar, spelled with a Z. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, this has more details than the other one. Um, well, I guess he was uh, well-known and admired within the gay city's gay community, both former chair of Gay Pride Week and ex-editor of the LGBT magazine, Waynes. Um, let's see, here we go. Call police. He died the scene despite efforts by the paramedic team that attended him. Um he added that the patrons of the bar were feeling sad and summer on Tuesday. Uh, this, let's see, here we go. CBC Radio and Halifax reported the witness saw a large, a large a man yelling faggot before attacking two small men. One man reportedly ran away, but the large size seized hold of the other and began to hit him repeatedly on the head. The police eventually tracked down 32-year-old suspect hiding nearby. Further details have not been released. So I'm assuming we will hear more on this. And we will give you guys more information mm-hmm. when we do. So, okay, on to the next story. And St. Petersburg. Petersburg. First hearings for men arrested under anti-gay law postponed. Hmm. The trial of two men who were the first to be prosecuted under St. Petersburg's new law banning the promotion of homosexuality among minors has reportedly been adjourned due to missing documents. Sergei Konstankov, an attorney from the city, and Igor Kochkov, chairman of the Russian LGBT network, appeared before a judge today after their arrest 10 days ago and faced fines for holding pro-gay place cards in the city. Allout.org, which has organized petitions against the law and one to recently re-elect President Valmer Putin, condemning the law, which has amassed 60,000 signatures, said today the trial has been suspended due to missing documents. The charge Mm. of promoting homosexuality was coupled with charges of disobeying a police officer, neither of which could go ahead due to the missing documentation. The men were arrested at a day of silent street protest against the law, Placards were held that read no to silencing hate crimes against gays and lesbians and a friend of our family is a lesbian. My wife and I love and respect her. Her way of life is as normal as our own and her family is as socially socially valuable as ours. The judge ordered the hearing to recommence next Monday. Hmm. Why do I suspect foul play and maybe what? Who's who's sighing? Not another conspiracy theory. Well, well, what do you think it is then, Mr. Sparty Pants? <laughs> it's Russia. This is, happens every day. There's still not a, a democratic s- nation. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a conspiracy. It's the way they do it, yeah. It's the yeah, way they but, do business. But why? You just spell it with a K. But why did they lose the documentation? It's the way they do business. Somebody got handed money and the documentation disappeared. Oh. So mm-hmm. you're saying that the laws are really not enforced there? Or not, it never existed in the first place. Scott, who? Coastal Seder. Oh, God. I couldn't be bothered to be here on time. The whole show has to come to a screeching halt again just because Miss Thanks shows up late. So, Patrick, my love, how yes. are you doing with the storm that's coming in? Um, Is anybody else getting that? What storm? We're about to get a blizzard. I had 85 to 84 degree weather this week or, or last week. 
We have all our flowers are up. I have apple blossoms on the tree. My lilacs are ready to bud. And we're supposed to get a blizzard-like conditions tonight. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought you lived in an apartment. No, I live in a house. You live in a house? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. I'm thinking. But how would that make a, a difference? Blizzard. It is 80 degrees and beautiful here in Carmel, California right now. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we're getting a blizzard. The forecast just says heavy rain for the next few days. Oh, you're getting – oh, that's not what we're getting. We're actually on the trail where we are now gone from a watch to a warning, whichever one's more severe. We're, uh, we're anticipating getting between 6 to 8, possibly 10 inches of snow. What? Blizzard, blizzard-like conditions because uh, there's a weird thing coming through that's supposed to hit tonight starting at midnight. That's not going to They're talking happen. about power outage. They're talking about major things. It's a huge mm. motherfucking I hope. I hope they're exaggerating just for, for your safety and all that stuff. I hate this stuff. I do too, but looking at the looking at the stuff and looking at the, the conditions. They're uh, not wrong. Okay. Joey, I, I don't think we're wrong. There's been on the weather. They've been The weather channel has been saying all, all day where they're forecasting this fucker coming in. Joey, what's your zip code? And go ahead and read the next story. Is Scott in China? Like, what's happening? What's going on? Welcome to this week in weather. Oh, there he is. 14222. 14222. Okay. He said (laughs) 2-2. Right now, the weather's gorgeous. I have the window open. Now, one note we're joking. Yeah, I heard Al laid off its entire staff. Yeah, I know. They did. And, you know, I wish somebody would read that. (laughs) Maybe somebody named Joey. Why don't y'all go eat me? If somebody would edit this damn show, we could have conversations like this all the time. All right, I edited, okay, I edited, we go. I edited last week's show, Mike. I wasn't on last week's show. Well, the show that you're not on. <laughs> the editorial staff of the influential gay lifestyles magazine Out, which I own, have, is being laid off with one month's severance pay as of Friday. Uh, Capital has learned. But according to Out editor-in-chief Aaron Hicklin, it's more complicated than that. Hicklin said he will hire back an unspecified number of editors on a contract basis into a new company he has founded called Grand Editorial. It will operate the magazine as a contractor from Here Media, a subsidiary of Regent Media, which acquired out in 2008. Uh, Hicklin told Capital there will be no reduction in the frequency of the magazine or other major changes to the content. This was not a cost-cutting measure, he said. Not a cost-cutting measure. Out is Hicklin's first and so far only client. He said he plans to offer a long-term contract to grant to most of his 12 editorial employees at Out. Blah, 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 should some of them take it, but not full-time salaries or benefits. So what's going on here? I just don't care enough so, no. so to get to the end. Of- basically, we're going to fire you, but hire you all back as contractors so we don't have to provide you with salary or benefits. Or benefits yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Dicks. Uh, well, there is a little tail end of the story here that, um, well, okay. What? Okay, what? I guess that's old news. Um, it was in November of '09 that um, Advocate would only be shipped in combination with Out. So, you know, um, I don't know. I, I quit subscribing to Out basically after they featured nothing but straight people on the cover. It's like, you know, if I want to see fucking straight people on the cover of a magazine, <laughs> I'll subscribe to people. I never, never could read Out in terms of, and it makes no sense to me. None of the articles are anything interesting to me. Most of it's fashion, which I have no fashion sense. And beyond that, I never understand who the peop- why these people are popular on the magazine. It's like always this obscure world of gaydom that I never can, I never could. Well, when it first started out, it was 
it was more relevant. Right. I mean, it was, um, it, it, I thought it was actually a good snapshot of the gay community at that time. It was kind of like, um, it, it was to a certain extent to the advocate what People Magazine is to time. You know, it was more about gay people and more about the whole concept of coming out, which in the early 90s was, you know, kind of the big thing at that time. The problem was just simply at one point they got an editor who had been an editor of a British magazine and he tried to change it into a British magazine. I mean, everything from like a typeface that resulted in white space that would get anybody else fired. I mean, the amount of white space that ended up in this magazine was just, uh, I mean, that that would get a, a high school journalism student an F right. the way this thing was laid Racist. out. And then it just turned into, you know, straight person after straight person on the cover. And it's like, um, what does that have to do with the title of the magazine? Out. It's about out gay people, not about straight people. We have People magazine for that. Right. I hate so straight people. <laughs> that's, I don't hate straight people. I mean, I know, they, we, we did, they did have their annual straight person issue. Okay, fine. You know, Cosmo has its annual hot men issue. So, fine. Um, but... When it got to the point of, of seeing, oh God, I can't remember some of the people that were on there. It's like, what does this have to do with anything? I yeah, mean, here the, you it, see it, the it magazine never, they show there has an article on Jillian Anderson. Yeah, it never um, made any, any reference. Anything I read there was always this most obscure stuff and then barely tied anything back to anything being gay. It was like they're always, it was always like they were struggling for content whenever I tried to read it to the point right. I, I actually tried one time. I'm like, okay. I'm actually going to sit down and try to get through this whole magazine. And literally, I couldn't get through like two articles. It was just so boring. I'm just like, yeah. it's just like this This has nothing that I couldn't find on the World Wide Web. And quite frankly, I think yeah. fashion is way overrated. But that's another thing. So, Well, the fashion thing, again, never bothered me. Although, frankly, I can never wear anything that any of the models were showing because, you know, they're like – you know, if they ate a cracker, they gained 50 pounds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they fall through but, the floor, four gaps. So Exactly. Uh, so. P.S., you know, not to bank it all about me, but hey, why not? I'm down 15 pounds. Yay! Congratulations. Thank you. I'm down two pant sizes. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I'm actually down about four because I'm down to a 38 waist in some pants now. Yay! But that's it. But as everyone knows, pants lie. They do. That might be even bigger news than the Don't Say Gay Bill in Tennessee. Yeah, why don't you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Scott's not saying anything. <laughs> Scott's ahead. useless. Go go ahead. I am, but I don't hear anybody responding. Scott, is that you? Okay. Uh, I don't read out anyway. I, I, I get all my news online anyway. Well, there you go. Scott, your your sound quality is terrible. What are you on? Oh, you listen to his show? No, uh, I'm on. Oh, oh I was kidding. <laughs> what do you, What do you on, Scott? I'm on my iPhone. I'm at rehearsal. I'm on a break. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that speaks really that. highly of the iPhone, Mister Breaking Up. <laughs> I think what that says is that Scott uses uh, some uh, sound tweaking at home, kind of like I do. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking. Sound, yeah, your voice sounds much more uh, lower when you're at home. Are you one? Oh, it's because I'm. I'm really, 
fever right now. I'm coughing up a lung. I'm sick during oh. tech week as usual. Oh, oh I okay. thought he said beaver. I'd right, say I, Scott. I didn't hear any. Miss Ma. Yes, Miss Ma. David, David, on to the next story. We were running out of time. Okay, I, I was, was kind of getting worried that Cindy had finally gotten to him, but anyway. Um, Republicans who dominate the Tennessee legislature, yeah, and the whole state, have moved one step closer toward passing a bill that would inter- interdict elementary and Excuse middle school me? teachers. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, from discussing homosexuality and gender identity. The bill had passed through the state Senate panel in the summer of last year. I know, interdict. I I was just like, I thought, make your own jokes there. Oh, it's an outer dict? Go on. Anyway, dubbed by critics as the Don't Say Gay bill, it prohibits the teaching or furnishing of materials on human sexuality other than heterosexuality in public school grades K through 8. The bill is also thought to be something of a redundancy as it's already illegal in the state to teach sex education before high school. And even then, they don't do it because I went to high school there. Um, Schools caught in violation of this law can already have their state donation withheld and teachers face a $50 fine with the possibility of ending up in jail for 30 days. Uh, The bill is sponsored by Republican Joey Hensley, who has said that he has two children in the third and fourth grade for the sixth time, and I don't want them to be exposed to two things I don't agree with. And that uh, gravity thing there, yeah, I'm working on that one next, which has prompted opponents to... Next is evolution. Huh? Don't ask me to repeat it. Next uh, is outlaw evolution. You can't teach evolution. Well, no, the, the Supreme Court took care of that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, which has prompted opponents to complain that school curricula should not be altered to reflect individual legislatures' personal prejudices. That said, mainstream media commentators in the U.S. note that this should not be considered a surprise, as earlier this month, the governor signed into law that allowed teachers to challenge the scientific weakness of such topics as biological evolution. Oh, excuse me. Biological evolution, the chemical origins of life, global warming, and human cloning. The sponsors of this legislation, as with the Don't Say Gay bill, say that the mission behind such bills is to foster critical thinking. Yeah, right. Uh huh. Critical thinking. Present the facts. I know. Present the facts. Consider your sources. uh, Evaluate the. the, what am I thinking? The the credibility of the sources, and then throw away the arguments that have absolutely no basis, while proceeding through a logical, completely unemotional, um, uh, thinking process. Yeah, okay, I can see well, how that's going to Thinking processes into... have been uploaded in Tennessee for what a good two hundred years now. Um, at least. Yep. So when are, um, when are we bombing Tennessee? Well, hold on now. Hold on now. Just because the next story is so similar, I'm just going to kind of mush it together because Missouri passed almost an almost identical, but not quite. Thank you, Bill. Uh, The only thing that's different is they have an excerpt of the bill, which basically says uh, it's all legal to discuss sexual orientation other than scientific instruction concerning human reproduction. That's all it's allowed to be taught in public school or discussed in public school. It just says sexual orientation. It doesn't say gay sexual orientation. So they're, I think Missouri is going to dig themselves a little hole if this is the bill as it was passed. 
Notwithstanding Did, any other law to the contrary, no instruction, material, or extracurricular activity sponsored by a public school that discusses sexual orientation other than scientific instruction concerning human reproduction shall be provided in a public school. So you're only supposed to talk about sex if it relates to human reproduction. Exactly. Right. <sighs> right. So no butt baby talk. Which it hardly ever does. In Missouri, it might do a lot more. Who knows? So where are we bombing Missouri? <laughs> well, I don't know. I have to think about because, you know, Blaine is in Missouri. Blaine. That's true. You know, Corky St. Cloud's Red, there. So. Red, white, and Blaine. That's thank you. Because nothing ever happens in Blaine. They're, I'm sure they're exempt for all of this. Well, just, they have no idea what we're talking about. Okay. Teachers, no. Okay, so joking aside, it's the day of the show, y'all. Joking aside, this is complete bullshit. Boring, boring. <laughs> what do you want me just to move on? Can I? Can I wrap? wrap this no, we're up? we're doing we're doing quotes from a movie. Oh, Anthony, Anthony, California will be a side for for Guffman, have uh, Anthony, have you ever seen Waiting for Guffman? Wait for what? Oh, you're For- dead to me. Forget it. <laughs> Scott, have you ever seen Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan? Khan! Yes, you. I have. Thank you. Thank you. So, no. Um, That's not part of my gay agenda. This is Scott you're talking to. Of course he's seen it. Okay. So, anyhow, these these laws are complete bullshit. With that, And I know I'm preaching to the choir, but they're basically trying to prohibit people to discuss stuff, which is going to happen anyhow. Out, either in the school or outside the school, and you're trying to undermine people's education to begin with. The senators who are responsible for this, the representatives, we should throw a shoe at them for this kind of just utmost bigotry that they are they are producing in their states. So if you see one of those senators, throw a shoe at them. That's all I can say. Moving on. <laughs> I agree. Everybody skyped out then. Impeach them all. The front tendency towards public violence do not represent these. <laughs> yeah. and those I'm not of saying other hosts. violent. I'm just saying throw a shoe just, at them. You don't have to hit violent. them. That's violent. You don't have to hit them. Preferably throw a horseshoe at them. Yeah. Or just vote them out of office. But once again, our vote doesn't count. So just defend yourself as best you can, people. Anyhow, moving on uh, to Missouri to Colorado. Yeah. Here's the and, thing. Here's l- l- let me let me. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Hey, hey, hey. Let me let me let me interdict. Let me interdict something here. Ooh. Okay. Hey. Okay. Y'all wait. Like let, it when I, I gotta relax. Like Hold on. Y'all like it when I show my interdict. Yeah. Um. Ba- basically, it's election year, and every time there's an election year in Tennessee, asshole legislation goes through there. Uh, I remember the very monumental, life-changing, groundbreaking uh, bill from back, I think, in the 90s that legalized eating roadkill. This is the mentality that we're dealing with in the Tennessee state legislature. So uh, that something like this goes through during election year, not a shock, really. Well, but David, so, how do we— There you go. How do we protect Okay, the now you may move on. How do we protect the children of the future, then? I mean, how do we help those in other states? I can't states? hear a word. You're, you're, you're Skyping like crazy. Oh, really? He's not Skyping to me, neither of you are. But either. I'm just sitting here quietly. <laughs> well, I believe that children are the future. <laughs> Teach them Teach well. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them uh-huh, all yep. the beauty they possess yeah, look how that, inside. Well, look, look how that Anthony turned out for her, so I would recommend One point on his gay card. 
There we hey, go. I love myself some Whitney. Old no wonder she drowned. And she loved herself some crack. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, so therefore, Anthony loves crack. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Let's not make that by association, please. Well, ass crack. <laughs> I was going to say. Patrick, okay. you like the cabin in the woods, right? I love Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> I think I'm going to go see it tonight. Yes. On to the next story. Colorado, Brother Sinatus, please. Well, this one only gets worse. Oh, boy. Christian hate group wins bid to place legislation on anti-gay discrimination of anti-gay discrimination on November ballot. Despite efforts of one Colorado and the JMG readers who pitched in to fund the battle, today anti-gay Christian hate group Focus on the Family won their battle to place a legislation of anti-gay discrimination on the statewide November ballot. In the ballot measure, if the ballot measure were to win, LBGD people could be denied housing, employment, access to services, anything. All in the name, this is Colorado. Oh, God, they rely on the gays. Mm -hmm. That's not going to pass. Never. Well, uh, I, mean, I realize I'm getting here halfway through because of my rehearsals, but were there any happy stories this week? <laughs> no. The happiest one will be when you hang up that iPhone. Actually, there was. Wow, you know, the, uh, well, the, the we, we talked people. about the Kirk Cameron thing. We talked about the gay guy for Romney being bitchy on Twitter. That was fun. Somebody was beat. <laughs> yep. good oh, guys. good things. Good things. Anthony good said things. something stupid. We all laughed at him. <laughs> <laughs> then he sang. All right, so... We did quotes from Waiting for Guffman, nobody got it. Brother Sinatus, aren't you in Colorado? Yeah. So what do you think of this? Um, There's a good chance that it's going to be dead before it even gets voted on. Okay, fantastic, good. But then again, who who knows? I mean, Colorado had our fun and games back in the 80s when we were on the boycott list and... uh, 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 had had that uh, amendment back then too. I mean that that wasn't supposed to have passed. But then who knows? Things have changed in the past twenty years. Fuckers. All right. Well, let's keep an eye on that and make sure we do yeah. Our, our, yeah. our best to uh, stop that uh, American Family Asshole Association from doing. Brother Sinatus said something breaking happens. I'll either break right in on the Pride Forty Eight feed and say this is Brother Sinatus live on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> we will do. All right. Particularly if I can uh, interrupt cocktails and cream puffs. Ooh. Anytime. Tax me. I'll put you, I'll patch you right through. (laughs) When when do you broadcast, Joey? We, we tape and we usually, we usually to either tape on, well, it could be Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh, that's a good thing. I should probably make sure we're taping tomorrow, but we usually do Mondays. Okay. Well, uh, the last story is somewhat of a, of a good news story for this week. Since we were talking about whether or not uh, Barack Obama actually did anything for us as president. So, Patrick, why don't you uh, just give us a rundown here? Well, okay, I'll do my best here. Uh, Well, it's the tweet of the day from Barack Obama. And his tweet was, what three years of progress for the LGBT community looks like. And there's a link. And it's a it's a picture. So thank you for having me do a story about a picture <laughs> chart. You know what the great part is? I'm sure he didn't tweet it. I'm sure he doesn't even know he has a Twitter account. And I don't even think he knows that this was sent out. Probably not. But that's not that's uh, we don't know. Could because be worse. It's not Could the be story, a 404 file not picture. found. Can you imagine? He's like in the middle of something in the Oval Office. He's like, hold on. I got a tweet. Yeah. 
Well, no, but you. I, I wonder if Newt's wife's hair is snapped on. He has marketing <laughs> yeah. people do. But this anyway, can I finish the story? Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. The answer is it no. is a picture. It is a picture. It's a kind of a, a linear calendar with dates of since 2009 of all the progress that has been gone through Barack Obama. And it's it's nice. It's several pages. It's got a rainbow graphic. So yay! Thanks for sticking me with this. <laughs> That's, that's fodder for the Christians. All right. They're so, like, thank you for making our poster for us, Mr. Brack. So the question is, though, has he has he been a good president for the gay community? Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can, I mean, who would you say was the best president uh, for the gay community? Uh, oh, Calvin God. <laughs> okay. You know, it's it's really a broad thing. He's in a whole new world, so you know what I mean. Are it's you calling like him abroad? Are you calling the president abroad? No, no, no. But it's a it's a it's a broad statement. Has he been good for the gay community? He hasn't done anything against the gay community, and he has helped undo some things. But you know, it's funny because the Clintons were decent for the gay community. However, many pieces of legislation that we're fighting now came under during during the Clinton administration. And, for example, don't ask, don't tell. And the one and thing Doma. that pe- – Right. And what people don't realize is uh, years ago, I remember – oh, God, it was four years ago when Hillary was running for president. Um, I'm trying to think, what the hell is her name? She's a lesbian. She's a singer. Uh, shit. Um, Celine Dion. No, no, stop it. Melissa Etheridge. Melissa Etheridge interviewed Hillary Clinton – and asked her straight out because um, Melissa Etheridge was a huge supporter of, of President Clinton and a close friend to the Clintons. And she said, and he said to her, you know, we put our faith in you and we put everything to you. And, and you always, we thought we had your support. And then, you know, your husband signed these two bills. What do you have to say about that? And Hillary said, it was either Hillary or Bill. No, I don't remember. But they, they said, we did the best we could at that time. And when you actually look at the legislation and you actually look at what they originally were asking for, they did do the best they could. I don't always think that's right, but sometimes you got to take what you can get and slowly move because progress takes time. Uh, what, what, uh, it was Don't Ask, Don't Tell was much better than drumming out anybody who was homosexual, meaning mm-hmm. we're not going to ask you, you don't tell us, fine, as opposed to we're going to ask you and if you lie to us and we find out later it's a court-martial. You know, which is lying to the U.S. government. Whole different ball games. you know? So they did the best they could at the time. And I think it's, it's whoever was president who was on the liberal side, this was going to be their time for gay rights and a great gay movement. I mean, personally, I think we – I think one of our Supreme Court justices is, is gay. I really tend to think Kagan's gay. I don't know if that's true or not true. But, you know, that, that's huge. That's, a, that's an important thing. First time ever our, our Supreme Court is really minority balanced. I mean, that better than it was, I guess. And let's end on that note because I think that sums everything up very nicely, Joey. So I'll still oh, get no. hate mail. Bravo, bravo. Well, tell us where you could send your hate mail to. About tell us where where can people send hate mail to 
It's you a, know, I'm actually going to do a little shilling here, and I normally don't do this. Yeah, but, you're you're um, doing some. Um, you're doing some cocktails and cream puffs yeah. is my show, and you can go to cocktailsandcreampuffs.com. You have it's a wonderful thing work. You're doing. And right now, I'm doing which is a national thing called walk a mile in her shoes, and I'll be walking a mile with Mark and and we have a, actually a great like eight person team for cocktails and cream puffs, and it's the idea for men to wear a pair of high heels and walk a mile, you know, for the help out the women's crisis services. It also helps out transgender people. It's a crisis service all around, but it's really just against domestic violence and stuff like that. I am wearing a pair of heels that are six and make me six and a half inches taller. They are a four inch heel with, well, actually a six inch heel and the front has a two inch lift. So yeah, six and a half inches. And I will be walking a mile on those. And please go to either my Facebook or one of our website things and think of donating even two bucks. We're trying to raise, I'm, I'm so close to my goal. Two dollars. Thank you. I'm so close to my goal. Even if you just threw in $2 or $5 or a buck, I mean, seriously, that would be more than enough. And I'd be totally grateful if you give up your Monday or Tuesday morning coffee. But that's next Saturday, and it's going to be a great time. And thank you for this moment. Bye. (laughs) And that's Joey from Cocktails and Cream Puffs. Go check him out. It's a really good show. Next, we have Mr. Blue Jeans Guy himself. Yes, host of that Blue Jeans Guy podcast, a, well, Mostly weekly um, personal journal dealing with whatever's going on in my life, even though I haven't talked about it in a while. And the American Idol update. I am quickly approaching my 400th episode. Uh, Be sure to send in those favorite moments because, well, so far nobody has. So I guess nobody has any favorite moments. So anyway, uh, at BlueJeansGuy.com. BlueJeansGuy.com. All right. Next we have Mr. Patrick himself. Hello, my name is Patrick. I am the host of the Scream Queens Horror Podcast. That's Queens with a Z, where we talk about horror movies and stuff that's scary. And I also talk about my crazy life in New York and Broadway shows and all this zany stuff. It's wacky. And that's Scream Queens with, with a Z. <laughs> We've covered that already. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> all right, we have Mr. Sater69 himself. Hi. I'm the Seda. You can find me on the Sadisphere podcast on iTunes. And at you can sometimes Sadisphere. find him inside I'm Patrick from the Supreme Queen Star podcast. That's another story. Sometimes you can, Yes. By the way, uh, Seder's cell phone reception does not indicate, is not indicative of his actual reception you get on the show. So yeah, I'm sorry. I'm in Carmel where the theater is. We're rehearsing Fiddler on the Roof, and it's not the best of having like two or three bars here. Oh, well, I'm surprised you even get in connection there in two or three bars. And last but not least, Mr. Brother Sinatus. Yes, join me on uh, Google Plus or come listen to my audio booze. And how do you sp- and how do you spell Sinatus? C I N A E D U S. Thank you, sir. And I'm Anthony from Ashantino Lemon. Go check us out and more information about our show at thisweekingay.com you can also donate to our server fund and also check out our other great shows there as well so thank you everybody and we'll see you next time on This Week in Gay stay tuned for Country Boy West coming up next on Pride48.com bye 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 bye